Newsbreak podcast. I'm not surprised simply because we are living in a world in which violence is so much the norm. There's always something that impacts uh, and which ultimately leads to the violence. You mentioned that you aren't surprised by this, and that's also been some of the sentiments from the community. From your experience, families are affected and even young children are left without their parents due to these incidents. How do these partner crimes affect society as a whole? I think it's actually the other way around. It's what's happening in society that ultimately ripples down and affects what's happening within the family. We look at South Africa. We are still transitioning towards democracy and human rights. We've come from a very violent past, and that violence has impacted all of us. And now we are seeing violence in different forms. We are looking at service delivery protests. We're looking at taxi violence. We're looking at institutionalized violence, such as the Esidemeni tragedy. We're looking at xenophobia. All these things have an impact because we are surrounded by it. Violence has become very much a part of our lives. When there's large-scale unemployment and poverty out there, it affects the family. Likewise, those families which are successful. Success also breeds violence. It doesn't only occur in poverty-stricken families. You can look at the socialization theories. You can look at the psychological theories, a whole host of them, for why people behave the way they do. If we come specifically to uh, the reasons for partner violence, even that, I suppose, is understandable. It's not excusable, but it is understandable. Given the level of intimacy in partnership, that love can easily turn to hate and violence. And especially if we consider that very often or most often alcohol plays a part in all this. And added to that, if there is uh, the availability of firearms, that too inflames the situation. And very often you find that people uh, who work in the armed forces tend to use the firearms against their, their spouses and their children. If we look at us, there's a differential socialization of men and women. Men are expected to be aggressive and strong and macho, and women are expected or were expected to be passive. But that's no longer the case. It's embarrassing for a woman to say, you know what, I'm vulnerable, I've been victimized. I'm worried about my children because men threaten. They're going to withhold the fees. They're going to do this. They're going to kill the women. And that's why they stay a lot of the time. They need to know that if they are being abused, they need to make a plan. Look, this man has been abusing me for X number of years. I need to make a plan. I'm going to study. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to move away from the situation, whatever. But they need to have a good plan in mind. And once they make that plan, they must work towards achieving it. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.